Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Savage Snowflake Podcast with Jeff Leach, produced by Vigilante Productions. For more content, check out youtube.com slash jeffleachtv. What's going on, Savages? Welcome to episode three of the Savage Snowflake with me, Jeff Leach, the savage lefty who doesn't like the righties or the overt lefties. You know by now what we're talking about. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I am consider myself a liberal man who believes in the equality of all people, who doesn't like the overt political correctness, doesn't like the fuckboys over there on the alt-right, etc, etc. If you're at the polar opposite ends of the political spectrum, you're guaranteed to be an epic dickhead. That's the reality. And there's an awful lot of us who exist around the middle, either to the left or to the right or bang in the middle, who are not complete and utter fucking idiots. And these are the people that I want to speak to. In fact, I want to speak to the people on the far right, the far left. I'd like you to listen to me. I'd like you to join the conversation, as a lot of people are doing right now, across uh, YouTube Live, Ustream, Periscope, Smashcast, and Mixer. We're currently broadcasting right now on Restream.io. It's a program that does multicasting. So I'm broadcasting to people across all of these different platforms. If you want to be a part of the conversation, just join one of them, find me, and drop your messages in the chat. They're all collated in one place so you can be part of the live event. And let's get straight into it. It's been a big, big week for me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm currently broadcasting from New Zealand. Nelson. New Zealand on the South Island, a beautiful place, a land of hobbitches and Gandalfs and Skulls. Um I just wanted to do the voice, that's all. It makes me feel good. I mean, realistically, there's only two places where doing a Smeagol voice is probably uh, okay and acceptable. That's once when you're doing a, a proper impression of Smeagol, like, oh, precious, dirty little hobbitses. And the other time is when you're having sex with someone that you don't necessarily like, but you do enjoy the sex with and you just wait until the moment where you're about to uh reach a point of climax and then you just drop that voice in and go oh so good souls and just watch the horror on their face as they stare into the soulless eyes of your smeagol head um <laughs> i'm not recommending anyone does that by the way to anyone they never ever put on a smeagol voice as you're about to bust a nut because and that's that's kind of goes for men and women like However, unless you're boning me, if you're boning me, if you're a fine young lady and we're, we're making sweet, intimate love together, um, if we're just getting down to the bad stuff and as you're about to bust a nut, you do a smeagle voice, I'm going to laugh and I'm going to find it pretty fucking awesome. That's the kind of guy I am. I don't mind that. Um, speaking of having sex with people that we don't know if we like or not, I have had so many ex-flames coming out of the woodwork lately. I don't know what it is about being a 33-year-old man, which is what I am now. 33, 34 in February. Uh, meant to be born on Valentine's Day because I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um, but I wasn't. I was born on February the 12th. Just uh, letting you know if you want to send any well wishes at the time because no one ever sends me a card. As a 33-year-old dude, right, who has, throughout his life, whatever you think of my Lothario behaviour, yeah, I've been promiscuous in my life. I've had sex with hundreds and hundreds of women there's a documentary all about that called confessions of a sex addict on bbc we want to show it around the world you can check it out um the point is though every single one of those women i've treated with respect i've been nice to i've been good to and here's what happens a woman is treated nicely by me but i also am very upfront and honest and for a lot of my life i would say things like hey guess what uh uh i'm down to hook up i'm down to be your lover but i'll always just be a lover and a friend because i'm not in a place to want a serious relationship yet and it's amazing how many women go okay cool yeah I'm down to just 
let's just let's just do it. Let's just smash our genitals together, and let's just be a couple of just a couple of girls. <laughs> let's just be a couple, not a couple of girls. Let's just be a couple of girls. Your penis has to stay in your trousers. Let's just go down on each other and hold hands and talk about our feelings. Let's just be a couple who has a very relaxed kind of relationship. It's amazing. There's a lot of people who want to do that. It's it's dope. I like it. Here's the thing though. A number of those women go, hey, I'll I'll say I'm happy with that arrangement. And then later down the line, I'll be able to turn him into the boyfriend I've always wanted. <laughs> um, I have sex with women with exceptionally masculine voices, apparently, uh, and very evil laughs. But that's the deal. They think later down the line it's going to change. Anyway, when I was in my 20s, a lot of those women realized, ah, oh, actually, he is just a guy who wants to just, you know, be lovers and friends and doesn't really want to have a serious relationship. So, of course understandably a lot of those girls hit a point where they go you know what i know my worth okay yeah he treats me right yeah he takes me out yeah he buys me meals yeah he gives me some sweet cunny lingers but you know what i need more i need commitment i need trust i need to know that he is mine so they go away and they find another guy and then eventually i stop getting the text messages or the sexy nude photos or the late night calls for a, a random little hookup and they go uh okay i've got myself a new guy and that's okay that's all right. I know it. It happens. It's fine. I go, listen, Godspeed you, my darling. I was fun while it lasted. Let's always be friends. Um, much respect. Have a good time. Then what happens? And this has been happening more and more and more and more and more. Ever since I was around 28, it started. But in the last few years, oh my God, it's like a week can't go by without a girl who I used to be lovers with hitting me up and being like, hey, hey, I was just thinking about you i just saw your photos and i was just wow you're looking so good now have you been you've really done some great work you've been working out i can tell this is are you what are you doing where are you in the are you still in london are you still in new york are you in la now like they and i'm like listen listen you transparent fucker <laughs> when did when did you and your boyfriend break up first of all because i know that's happened this is this is the, the curse of the 30 year old man who has treated women with respect when he's fucked them, even when he's just been casually fucking them. There's a lot of men, pretty much 90% of the men that I talk to talk about girls like, you know, oh yeah, man, you know, what if I'm going out on a, on a first, when I'm going out on a first date with a girl, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, of course she pays half, man. I'm like, no, my mum brought me up right. If I ask a girl out on a date, I pay for the meal. That's just the way I operate. That's the thing that I'm used to doing. Now, you'd be surprised how many men don't do that. So women remember shit like that. They're like, oh my God, he always used to pick up the check. Wow, he always used to open the door for me. He used to walk on the roadside of the curb, the sidewalk. He used to walk on the curb side of the sidewalk, just in case, you know, to keep me safe. And it's little things like that. that when a woman gets to her 30s, she goes, oh my God, I'm single again. I'm newly single. And I've been in a relationship. I'm not quite sure how to exist on my own. Because I've been with this person who completed me, who was my best friend, who was potentially going to be the man that I was going to have children with, get married to, and spend the rest of my fucking life with, being miserable and tied down to. But now I don't have any of that. What do I do? Well, first of all, I have to reinforce that I am a sexy, independent, powerful woman. So I need to get late. I need to go and fuck a dude who's either as attractive or more attractive than my ex and feel good about myself because I am still desirable. I am not going to be alone for the rest of my life. I am 
oh, the thing I let it, oh, the thing I let is, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so they look through their phone book, they go through their Instagram, and then they come up a photo of me doing one of my embarrassing poses with my fucking shirts off with a comedy content, you know, description beneath on my Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash Jeff Leach, if you want to see those shirtless photos and uh, pictures of my asshole. Anyway, they go on, they see that, and they go, this motherfucker treated me right. And he used to pick up the bill. I'm broke. I, I just, I just had to sell half my shit because of that motherfucker keeping the apartment. I'm, I'm right now. I need a hot man to take me for a hot dinner and then give me some sweet hot oral sex afterwards. And they know, tick, 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 with me. Those things are gonna happen. I don't know about the hot man bit. That's obviously a subjective point of view. But if they've had sex with me once, then they probably found me attractive enough to want to do it. So in their minds, they're like, "Yep, yeah, this guy, I'm in." Bang. And that's what they do. They come across. And they need that little, that little, that little, I don't know, that like, like, that like confidence boost, the ego builder. They need the reassurance that, hey, this guy will treat me right. And I can still get a man who will fuck me right, who will take me for dinner, who will treat me good. And so they come and hit me up. And you know what? I, I am happy to oblige because it's men that over the last five years, especially, because it's a 30 year old thing, it's a 30 year old thing, very scary. For a woman to hit her 30s single. That's a terrifying time to become single for a woman. Because bear in mind, she's probably invested, I don't know, anywhere between one, two, three to fucking ten years into a relationship with a guy that she thought was the one. And I could I can have babies pretty much whenever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? I got I got I'm I'm 33, I got at least another 30 years of pumping out sperm that's gonna work, I hope. But for a lady, you go, oh my God, here's the deal. I don't know if I'm going to meet another guy that I think is right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to hook up with a guy who's going to treat me good. I don't know if I'm still desirable anymore. And so they come to me. And I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> like I say, I am happy to say, all right, you know what? Cool. Cool, let's do it. Yeah, let's have some casual sex. I'm 100% down for that. And I'm 100% down for taking you out for meals and blah, 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 blah. It's weird, though, because I feel that there's a lot of, there's a lot of desire from my end, too. Because I'm in a similar position. Now, a lot of you would have started listening to this bit and go, oh, this guy pretending like he's the, the only guy that a girl could get in a 30. Oh, God, he's such a player. I'm not, man. I'm 33, I'm 100% ready. I am tired of fucking dating. I'm so tired of spending money, time, energy on an endless stream of fucking... Uh, just, just, just... Oh, on fucking. That's, that's, I should have just finished that sentence there. I am tired of spending money, time, and energy on an endless stream of fucking... Full stop. Period. Done. Um... And that's the problem. You just get to the point where you go, you know what? I, I would definitely, I would definitely be happier having a little bit of stability. Now, I'm not saying I want the 2.4 children right now. I'm not saying that I want a relationship that is solely just us. Maybe, maybe I want a girl who wants to hook up with another girl every now and then. That'd be fucking dope. That'd be cool. Hey, listen, shout outs to everyone in the chat right now, by the way, joining the conversation. Frops Bora, welcome over from Periscope. Joining us from Periscope. Jack Strange, welcome, man, over on the YouTube live channel. Tom Wright, what's going on, dude? Tom Wright says, bit difficult to bounce a toddler on your knee when you're 70, though. Damn right, man. I don't want to be an old-ass dad. We've all seen those, like, guys, kids who were brought up by super old people. 
are just old souls and they have no joy. And they are never really sporty because <laughs> dad couldn't take them out for a game of soccer or throw a pigskin around because his knees didn't work anymore. Can you imagine me? Seven years. Imagine me at seven years old. Like I, I, I'm, I'm barely able to function my right hand. I have broken three of the knuckles on it, two of them twice. I, I've, I've sliced the top of my knuckle wide open to the point where it's all scar tissue now. I can barely bend my index finger back. I've put a wine bottle through the palm of my hand on a drunken weekend away with friends. I, I swear to God, like my right hand, I'm barely able to jerk myself off anymore. When I'm seventy, I'm not going to be throwing any pigskins. I'm not, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be bowling cricket balls with my kid. I'm going to be leaning against the wall gripping limply in my right hand my catheter. <laughs> Just like oh, I shouldn't have done all that ketamine back when I was a child. You know what I mean? That's that's going to be me. There, there's going to be no like old cool dad. Although I am going to be a silver fox. So who knows? You know, it could work out. I don't know man, relationships are funny things. I, 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 we we are taught we are taught still in this day and age that, you know, the right way to do a relationship, you meet a girl, you meet a guy, you know, you get to know him a bit, you decide you like each other, you realize that you're going to love each other for the rest of your life and no one will ever feature in your mind, your heart, your soul, your existence, your, your, your periphery. You will be blind to anyone else and when you reach that point, you should settle down and you should have a baby, and then you get married before the baby, otherwise you're whores. And then you buy a house, maybe before the baby and the marriage, and then you're happy for the rest of your life. And it, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Especially in this day and age. You know how many people you're going to get to see on a daily basis that you're going to want to bone. And it's okay to feel those things. Now, I'm not saying that people are incapable of committed relationships. I'm not saying it's it's possible to say, you know what? Maybe instead of going off and fucking X, Y, and Z that I'm looking at and I'm liking, maybe I just stay with this one person that makes me feel good inside. That is a positive, a positive, positive way to live your life. Good for you. If you can do it, well done. I'm just saying, I don't think it's natural. It's not humanly natural. What's humanly natural is for men to want to run around and spread their fucking seed and pop out as many babies as possible. Bloop, 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 bloop. And to like, and, 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 to, and to, to make some babies, man. That's, that's, that's our deal. And for women to nurture those babies and raise those babies. That's, if you want to get old school, that's old school. That's, that's Neanderthal school. Hey, see what I did there? Neanderthal. It was a good pun. It was clean. Don't hate me. It's the cleanest joke I'm going to make on this podcast today. Or the only joke, possibly. The rest of it's just going to be a rant. The rantings and raving of a lonely single man who likes to have casual sex with cool, consenting people. But here's the deal. You're never going to lose that desire. And sometimes people act up on it. Now, th this is going to be very specific to those of you who are gamers in my, uh, in my various chats across Mixer, Periscope, Ustream, YouTube Live, Smashcast. Uh, but I will move it on from the gaming element for those of you who are just fans of the comedy and the stand-up that I do, uh, or, you know, film and comedy characters. There's a guy called D Dr. Disrespect. Those of you who don't know him, um, who aren't gamers, he is a broadcaster, a streamer, a video game streamer, and he does a comedy character called Dr. Disrespect. And he's basically like this overt, kind of douchebag alpha male, glasses on, a tactical vest, a moustache like Tom Selleck, a, an old mullet wig, like fake wig that's a mullet, 
and he's he's all like, hey, violent speed, yeah, forty six in uh, vertical jump. I'm, I'm 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 yeah, I'm fucking doing this. I'm doing that. I drive a Lambo, blah blah. And he performs for these kids, and he plays first person shooter games, and he's incredibly good at the games. This guy, out of his performance life, uh, he's called Guy, and that's his actual real name, Guy. And he has a wife, and he has a little child, and seemingly a very happy relationship and a very happy family unit. Now, I've met the guy. Seems like a cool dude. Uh, he seems like a decent individual. And he ended up boning a young girl in her 20s who moderates on his chat. He ended up having sex with this 20-something-year-old girl. Now, I don't want to cast aspersions as to this girl's lifestyle, but from what I've heard in the gaming industry from people who know uh, her, no Dr. Disrespect, uh, are aware of other streamers she has hooked up with. Apparently, this girl is kind of notorious for being a bit of a homewrecker. Not only that, a bit of a blackmailer. This is what I've heard, allegedly. She has hooked up with big streamers and then said, hey, if you don't want your girlfriend or your wife to find out about this, uh, you better look after me. Boom, 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 boom. I also saw a photo of her. I got sent a photo of it the day after he ended up cheating. Someone said, oh, by the way, this is who she is and et cetera, et cetera. And she, <laughs> she is a saucy minx. Let's just say she's living that Instagram, Instagram model life. I, not a model, gets her ass out every two weeks, boom, 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 boom. Now, none of these things are wrong. I don't think, listen, you want to go wreck some families? Go wreck some families. That's cool. If that's what makes you happy to go and be the chick who sucks a dick of a married man and then blackmails him to try and ruin his fucking life and his family unit, go ahead, do it. I can't stop you. I'm not going to tell you to stop you. Get stuck in. If you're the kind of girl who wants to post a picture of her anus every week on Instagram, get stuck into it. I post a picture of my ass probably on a bi-weekly basis. At least, no, once every two weeks, there's a photo of my ass as I look out over a mountainside or stand at a hotel window because I think it's funny. Bums are funny and it's funny to post a picture of you with your ass out in a place where you shouldn't have your ass out and I love that. So go get go hard. Do what you got to do, sister. I'm behind you. I would love to be behind you. <laughs> That's the point I'm making. However, here's my issue. Doctor disrespect. And this is doesn't just apply to this character and this guy, guy, this, this streaming personality, this big broadcaster on Twitch and YouTube with millions and millions of young fans. It's not just about him. This is about every celebrity, everyone who reaches a place where they have tens or thousands, or hundreds of thousands, or millions of fans in the world, and then go and cheat on their significant other with, let's, look, I don't know this chick, so let's just say I'm not talking about this chick, right? But the kind of women that these guys cheat with are just hoary girls from their fucking communities. Someone from their world. Either it's the secretary who's been flirting with them and wearing a short skirts and going, hi, oh, you look really tired. Is it getting hard at work? You know, or 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 the moderator from their chat that's like, oh, hey, I've always really just wanted to be closer to you. Or, you know what I mean? Someone who knows that you're fucking married. Up. Now, if you're that dude, A, if you're going to be a piece of shit, because cheating on your wife, the mother of your child, is a fucking scumbag move, right? It's a scumbag move. People get angry with me for being casual with my sex and being promiscuous um, in my previous life, right? And over the course of my life. But you know what? I never fucked anyone when I was married to a chick. I never had a baby with anyone and went off and fucked another chick. I've never done that. And here's the deal. 
If you're going to go and do that, if you're a celebrity, a huge celebrity, and you're going to go do it, be clever. Just have, how can you be that fucking dumb? I get what it is. I know that it's like, oh, here's a thing I shouldn't do. And that makes it sexier. But listen, two things. One, one, if you're listening and you have any position of power in your life, male or female, this goes for women as well. This is not just for men. There's plenty of women who are fucking men behind their husband's backs. If you're in any kind of position of power, if anyone can use anything against you, if you are that person, male or female, one, soon as you think about fucking someone you know you shouldn't, go to the nearest bathroom. I don't even care if it's a public one. Get inside one of those cubicles and rub one out. Gentlemen, grip it, tug it, finish it. Make that snake spit. Ladies, boom, get that finger, put it to good to use and, and fucking rub one out. Because here's the deal. First of all, I guarantee in 99.9% of occasions like that, as soon as you have jerked it or rubbed it out, ladies, you'll be like, Ah, probably shouldn't do that. It's just sexual frustration. That's all it is. And as soon as you've released that sexual frustration, you go, you know what? Maybe fucking that work colleague isn't a great idea. Maybe fucking that work colleague isn't the smartest thing I've ever thought about doing. I think I'll probably just leave that. Oh, and here we go. Here we go. Wisdom wanks. There you go. Jack in my chat right now on YouTube saying, I mean, wisdom wanks are a real thing. Is that the name for it? Wisdom wanks. Boom. I'm into it. I like that. Sounds nice. I like the alliteration. Wisdom wanks. Here's the other thing. If you rub one out and you still go, you know what? I just really want to cheat. I just really want to fuck someone other than my partner. First of all, I'm going to say that's human. That is human of you. That's 100% human of you. Because it's natural to want to fuck other people. You don't just stop being attracted to other people or sexually stimulated by other people because you're married to someone now. That doesn't happen. That will never, ever be the case. But here's the deal. Be more smart with it. If you're a celebrity, (laughs) this is what I don't understand. Dr. Disrespect, Tiger Woods. The list is endless. I could go on all day reading out huge celebrity males who have got a ridiculous amount of money and power and celebrity status and those guys if you are that wealthy that successful do me a favor go and fuck an escort like (laughs) what are you doing what are you doing having sex with your colleague why would you do that you're so dumb man you're so dumb just go. There are there are professionals who will take care of what you need doing. Listen. Hey, look. Guess what? I'm at home. And, uh, oh, shit. The pipe underneath my sink in the kitchen has just busted. <gasps> what do I do? What, 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 what do I do? What, how do I, what do I do? Shall I, shall I just grab a hammer and start smashing the pipe? Under the sink? Shall I, shall I, shall I, shall I, shall I, shall I start pouring more water on top of it? No, you don't do anything. You call up a fucking plumber and your plumber comes over and goes, all right, boom, done. 
and you're done. You pay some money to a professional, they take care of it, and then you don't have the embarrassment of your family coming over and being like, hey, guess what? I can't believe Jeff just fucked up the sink. Like, what? Why would you do that? Why would you try and be a plumber when you're a stand-up comedian and an actor? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Get a professional. Celebrities of all genders and sexualities. If you are looking to cheat, just get out there, man. <laughs> I love that Pete Simonton on uh, Periscope just said, uh, listen, man, pipes aren't rocket science. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, I get what you're saying. It was more, it was more a comedy metaphor for the idea that if something goes wrong or if you need something doing, you hire a professional to take care of the job. But yeah, you're right. Pipes are not rocket science. You just turn off the water from the mains and then you can get in there and see what's wrong with it. You're right. It's probably a broken seal. It's always a broken seal. It's always a broken seal under the sink. Let's be real. Or some decay in the pipe. Or a clog. There's a number of different things it always is. Pipe, Pete, I love your very methodical nature. He's just like, oh, well, I, I think you're fine, Jeffrey. I think you'll find that even you're going down the route of a, of a comedy metaphor here. I think what you'll find is that pipes are not rocket science. And I love that you misspelt aunt as well, Pete. That's the beauty of having a live audience on a podcast like this. Anyway. Stop boning your colleagues. That's what I'm saying. If you're a celebrity, stop being a fucking idiot. Either have a wisdom wank or hire a professional. Get an escort to come around, suck your dick. Ladies, get an escort to come around, give you some sweet fucking length, and, and then and just get on with your lives. No one's going to know. You're fine. You're okay. Just so much easier. So much easier. And then all you have to worry about is AIDS, like Charlie Sheen, somewhere down the line. <sighs> Man. We're so, we're so thrown by kind of utter bullshit this day and age. I was having a conversation with a friend uh, today, this morning. He was saying, uh, we're talking about America. He was going, oh, what's it like in America right now, man? Pretty bad time. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad time. It's, it's a lot of things going on. I think there's a lot of, we're real, we're, everyone is radicalized right now. Everyone feels radicalized. Now, I'm not talking about your ISIS supporters or your neo-Nazis. They're clearly radicalized they're clearly fascists they're clearly fucked in the head taken by you know people who are slightly smarter than them but having a hidden political agenda excuse that burp i'm i'm drinking a, a wonderful spate summit citrus lager uh if i could get a sponsorship or an advertisement from them that would be wonderful mm. what's that spate summit citrus lager <sighs> wow that's refreshing and it tastes like a fruit basket. Spades. Drink it if you got scurvy. Anyway, so <laughs> that's not going to result in a, in a paid spot. But it would be nice if it was. Um, we're all radicalized. I feel like the average Joe on the fucking street now has radicalized views about everything. This is why you've got SJWs. This is why you've got Antifa. This is why you've got all right fuckboys. This is why you've got the proud boys. You you have these people on the left and the right going, man, 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 man. doesn't matter. It's exactly the same fucking conversation they're having. It's just on one side, they're on the right, and they're all about, man, cut down everyone's opinion on everything. No one's allowed it and fucking get over it, you faggy pussies snowflake piece of shit and then on the left they're exactly the same man, 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 man. Uh, get over it you fucking stuffy right wing closing everyone down we all need a voice blah 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 it's just this is the problem 
Everyone's radicalized now. And it's fucking terrifying and tiring for the huge amount of people in the middle just going, you know what, I'm so over it. My buddy was asking, what's it like in America right now? Man, all this stuff with Kim Jong-un and with Donald Trump. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, the Kim Jong-un, ISIS, all of this shit is distraction. This is distraction. He goes, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like um, Donald Trump and George Bush before him and even Osama, they, they don't even realize how much of an effect they're having on these people. You know, they go in to have these wars or to liberate people or to get rid of a regime. And then they end up shelling a town. Some kids get parents get killed and then they get radicalized into ISIS. And, and Donald Trump doesn't even realize that this is what they're doing. And I was like, Dude, let's not be naive. First of all, you're right. That is one way that people get radicalized. Of course. Of course, that's how it goes. But I'm telling you, he is 100% aware that that is what he's doing. 100% aware. You Like, major governments need that politicized radicalization of the average Joe. They need that fear of fascist regimes. They need that fear of potential world war. They need these things because A, war is profitable. Incredibly profitable for that top 1%. And trust me, they are selling arms. They are doing trade deals. They are fucking, they are making bank. They are making bank. That's the first point. Secondly, as Pete says over on Periscope right now, they've got to have an enemy. You need someone to focus your country's hatred on so less of it is focused on you and what you're doing as a government. That's a fact. That's a fact. You don't have to be a fucking rocket scientist, to use an earlier viewer's point. You don't have to be a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon to understand that. You need distraction. But the third main thing is it's distraction from all the ways you are fucking the people in that country. Now, I love living in America. I love performing stand-up to Americans. I love so many facets of American society. I love Americans. Do I love the country? Do I love the government and how it treats people of that country? Fuck no. Neither neither do 99.9% of Americans because America's not a country. It's a business. It's a business. It was formed as a business. It was built on how do we make money out of this land that we don't even fucking own. <laughs> we just we fucked up the indigenous people. Now we start selling off this land that we have no right to in any way, shape or form. And it was built. It was a nation built on business and making money unfortunately if you're one of the founding fathers or one of the most powerful people at that time then you are the only people involved in the top level of that business you're making fucking billions trillions nay every year and then everyone else is working for that business every other person is an employee and every other person has a gripe because employees have gripes especially when they're treated badly by their employers that is just a fact so you don't have free health care you don't have free education you're not encouraged to go to college but you do get incredible debts these are all things that happen the police force do not treat people with respect they are a law unto themselves it is a militarized state these are all things that are happening because it's a fucking private business not a country now, I accepted that when I went there and I understood that I had to sink hundreds of thousands of dollars into being there to be able to sell my life there, to have a career there and hopefully to become someone who can move up the ranks enough as an employee of the various businesses there to make some money back and to make my fucking 
creative talent reach the world on a bigger way, a bigger basis. That's that's that's, that's the plan I have. Am I there yet? No, I'm still working on it, but it's going the right direction. And that's something you have to accept. But here's the deal. By using these distractions, big businesses use distractions. They will use the Christmas bonus to make sure that the employees don't focus too heavily on the health care they're no longer getting, etc. That kind of thing. Right now, Kim Jong-un, oh, World War Three. Donald Trump, you think that Donald Trump and his advisors don't know that if you keep an entire global community, not just the American community, the global community fixated on his the lunacy of his tweets, the fact he is goading a North Korean lunatic who's a developing nukes and is ready to fire them and blah, 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 blah. If that motherfucker was ready to fire nukes, he would have fired them. We'd, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Well, I would because I'm in New Zealand right now. <laughs> I'd be all right. The fallout would not reach me. Maybe I'd grow an extra leg, but I've already got three. Way, Ladies and gentlemen, comedy. Penis jokes. Keep it highbrow. The point is, that fixation that we have on his lunacy of tweets, etc., etc., sure, it meant that net neutrality could be just wiped off the fucking plate. It means that healthcare reforms can just be put through. It's it's problematic. You ignore the most important fucking things about what's going on for you day to day because you're worried about these big issues that either never happen or don't necessarily affect your day to day life. Now, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's wrong. Of course, it's right to want to end world conflict, international conflict, to be worried about a leader of a country acting like a dictator and being a violent, poorly tempered idiot who's potentially suffering from, you know, the, the, the onset of dementia. However, I'm also saying that we have become a nation of people who are radicalized in our views. We, have, we are an offended era. We are focused on every other problem except what's happening to us right now, right? Net neutrality. That's a big deal for me. It's a big deal for everyone who uses the internet. It's a big deal for anyone who broadcasts on the internet. It's a big deal for anyone who gives a shit about jerking it to porn and not having to pay an extra $20 a month for the fucking pleasure of watching two Asian girls, a black girl and a Latin woman have an orgy with four dudes covered in baby oil like that i want that freedom i need to broadcast i need to watch my netflix i want these enjoyments because they're the small little enjoyments you get in life as a creative or as a, just a human we want to watch our netflix without being charged extra money for it and you're going to start seeing that change now and here's the problem here's the problem we don't put our feet to the ground anymore people stop doing that Years ago. This is how people operate now. So let me, let, me, let me create a scenario. Bad thing happens. Something wrong happens. Something that is affecting the population in a negative way and should be stopped by the people for the fucking people. Happens. What do we do? Mainstream media picks it up. Mainstream media pops it all over the internet. What do we do? We get offended. We get a radicalized view on it. Oh, this is this thing. I'm offended. I'm upset. I'm angry. And what do we do to show our support? To try and end that horrendous thing happening? We like and we share. 
<laughs> that's what we do. We like it. We share it. Net neutrality. I'm I'm not able to call up the FCC. I wasn't able because I'm not a, an American citizen. I have a green card, but I have a leave to remain there. Permanent resident, whatever. I'm not able to vote in that country. And I'm not able to have a voice because I'm not an American citizen. I can in Britain and I do in Britain. Even from America, I make sure to phone up British Parliament to speak to members of Parliament, my local MP back in England, so back in London, when I disagree with something. I make sure to vote by proxy. I do all of these things because it's important to have a political voice in your own country and to make that voice matter. Here's a deal, though. In America, across the fucking board, what we do, like and share. Like and share, like and share. Net neutrality is going to fuck us all up. The internet's going to be charging, uh, ISP, uh, ISPs are going to charge us ridiculous amounts for every single service we have. Your bill is going to go from 50 bucks a month for your internet all the way up to potentially 100, 200, depending on what services you want. This is insane. We cannot do this. They're going to limit the amount of information we can receive on the internet. The freedom of the internet is at stake. What you need to do is call the FCC and tell them that you do not want net neutrality to go you have to appeal this you have to make sure they listen to you the people must speak you have to call up congress you have to let them know so they don't pass through and what do we do yeah i agree with all of that like and um where's the oh they go and uh, retweet there you go like retweet share facebook call. how many of those motherfuckers who liked retweeted and shared phones up the fcc how many of those people that are so upset about going through have phoned Congress? I guarantee, I guarantee of all the people who did it, who liked, shared, retweeted, less than 1%. Less than 1%. That's still a lot of people. But imagine if instead of liking and sharing, liking and sharing and retweeting, instead of being... We are funneled. We have been funneled. And I love the internet. I love sharing of information. I love being able to broadcast. I love it as a wonderful facet, a wonderful platform for me to share comedy, humor, characters, like art. It is The internet has been one of the biggest blessings for creativity and information and historical knowledge that we will ever experience. It has also been the biggest distraction and it funnels our outrage, our radicalized views, our offended generation into bullshit you like and share a tweet it doesn't make a difference now here's the difference if every single person who liked and shared that tweet about net neutrality if we all got on our feet and marched down to our local government building in whatever city you're in they got to take more of an they got to take more of a point and every single person goes, we're staying here until we've all signed this petition. If you presented a petition of a billion people, that makes a big difference. They can't ignore that shit. They can't. And if they do, it's a fucking revolution, mate. Problem is, we're scared of it. We're scared of it. We're scared of doing that. And we're too lazy. Here you go, someone in the chat, Tom Wright says, slacktivism is real. Slacktivism, I like that. Again, another phrase I haven't heard before, but I like it. That's That perfectly sums it up. Slacktivism. That's what it is. That's what it is. Just offended about nothing. 
we do nothing with our offense. It's it's tiring. And it's uh it's kind of scary as well, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sitting there going like, man, I'm not I'm not paying twenty extra dollars to jerk it from now on. That's that's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna go and hit up Dr. Disrespect or another celebrity and say, Listen, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I will suck your dick. I listen, I know I know you're straight, I know you're married, but I guarantee, I guarantee now you're at that level of celebrity. You just wanna you just wanna stick it somewhere warm and wet. I got you. I got you, baby. Come on. I'm not even into dudes. I'm just gonna suck your dick because I just wanna I just need to do something. Please let me just let me just let me just let me just breathe on it. Let me just breathe on the tip of it. You're gonna get what you want. I'm gonna get what I want. It's gonna be fucking beautiful. <laughs> the lunacy of the internet. Fuck, it's killing us, guys. It's killing us. It's killing us. There aren't even a billion in the USA. Prano, whatever. Millions. Listen, I don't do the maths. All right? Two plus two is four minus one. That's three quick maths. It's about as far as I got. It's about the intent of what I'm saying. Welcome to all the new viewers as well. By the way, in the live chat, we've got Asune Istad. Salam. How are you, my friend? A lot of Turkish viewers right now. Maybe it's uh, that right time in Turkish, in Turkey. William Sumter, how are you? Going. Hello. On Periscope. Hello from Samta SC. Welcome. Good to see you here. Pranay, good to see you. Talk for Welcome, my son. White people channeling imaginary feelings. It's not just white people, man. Nah, nah, nah. Let's not make this a race issue. This is everyone. This is everyone. Everyone's offended. Here's the difference, though. Uh, people who have systematically been more oppressed are more likely to put their feet on the ground. Of course they are. Of course they are. That's just a fact. That's how it goes. I don't know. Well, let's go. Let's go from uh, a huge issue, <laughs> the the political distraction techniques, to a small issue. All right. I do not like. I do not like restaurants that display photographs of living animals that you were eating on the walls of that restaurant. Why do you do that? Why? Do you do that? I find it to be so... It's like, it's got to be the worst branding choice. The worst marketing decision I've ever heard in my entire fucking existence. Like, oh, I went to this... Basically, I went to a rotisserie chicken place. Because I'm fancy like that. I saw some chicken. I saw it rotating slowly. I saw the juices coming off. I went, I need this inside of my mouth. And I'm going to eat it right now. So I went in there. Ordered myself some food. Boom. Got my chicken. Got my little roast potatoes. Little side of grandma carrots. Oh, mmm, flavors. And as I'm nibbling on my munch, I look up and I see directly opposite me, across the whole wall, are pictures of chickens. Happy, happy chickens. Just like, hey, I'm a chicken. Ah, hey, you're eating my cousin. It's just weird, man. It's so fucking weird. Why do you do that? It's like, are you trying to point out that I'm a cannibal, a cannibalistic murderer? What, what, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to point out to me by that? You're basically going, hey, 100% what you're eating right now is this. I do not need to see it. If I wanted to see it living, I'd go to a fucking petting zoo. All right? I came to a restaurant to eat it dead and cooked and not really resembling the thing that it is. I got so many friends who can eat so many different foods, like meats and seafoods. But if they see, they can't eat fish if they can see the head on it. If a, if a fish comes out full grilled with the head on it, they can't eat that shit. They're like, nah, it looks like a fish. I'm like, well, hang on, you eat fish all the time. Yeah, I'm like, see, now I don't mind. I don't mind eating a fish with a head on it. 
But if the chicken came out with the head still cooked on it, I'm a bit like, you know when you see those those ducks in the Peking restaurants, the Chinese Peking restaurants? Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I look at it and go, mm, yeah, eh. I don't want to stare into the eyes necessarily of the thing that I'm currently devouring. Unless we're talking about my sex life, in which case I will stare intently into your eyes. It's just, it's just weird, man. It's just weird. It's just weird shit. It doesn't happen in any other establishment, right? You know, you don't go to, a, a, <laughs> you don't go to a, a hospice. <laughs> you don't go to a hospice to see your your gra- your granny who's terminally ill. You don't go to a hospice to see your, gra- your, your, your your family member who's terminally ill, and just see like photos of really sick and dead people in wheelchairs all over the walls that that doesn't happen like hey this was them before (laughs) like that doesn't that doesn't happen you don't see pictures of coffins all over the wall like hey here's what's coming up after does not happen you don't you don't go to a nike store you don't go into a nike store right in a high street of any major city and walk in and as you pick off that pair of jordans off the wall as you lift that up as you pick up your your yeezys from the fucking yeezy store there isn't just a picture of a a small dirty looking chinese kid with bloody callous fingers (laughs) with a sewing needle in his hand you don't see that shit like hey this is how they were made you do not do that you don't go to a whorehouse and see photos of the various images of parental, sexual, drug, and mental abuse to help bring those fine prostitutes on the menu. Do you? It's just, it's so, it's so dumb. It's so weird. Why do they do it? What, who sits there and goes, you know what? I've got a great idea. It's a chicken restaurant. Let's, let's remind them. While they, just in case at any point during that meal, they completely forget what they're eating. Bam. We'll let them know. We'll remind them. Picture of chicken. I don't know, man. What's the next step? Make it smell like a coop? You ever been in a chicken coop? You ever been to one of the battery farms where they make those chickens that you're eating? Smells disgusting. Smells like sulfides and basically it smells like shit and piss. That's what it smells like. Shit and piss. Hey, if we're taking this 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 kind of sensory appreciation, you, you, you're giving me treats to my eyes. I get to see the chicken up there on the side. Why not a little something for the oh for the nostrils? A little a little mm, a little je ne sais quoi of of chicken piss and poop. Oh, why not why not some sawdust on the floor mixed in with some chicken poop? That works, right? <laughs> what the fuck? It's just so weird, man. It's so weird. Going to a whorehouse? What are you going to have? Just just have the parents of the prostitute walk in halfway through and be like, we never loved you. You'd be like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I get why you're here. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I don't know, man. It's weird shit. Stop doing weird shit businesses. Or have a, just have a, a marketing and branding word with yourself. That's all I'm asking. Just have a little sensory appreciation for what a customer wants. You fucking weird. It's it's all part of this trendy new generation, man. Make restaurants all the same, you know. Bare brickwork, man. It's just this hipster fucking bullshit, and it and it does my head in. I'm not into it anymore. <sighs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh man, it's a weird time to be alive. We're all gonna die. 
We've got six months to live, I reckon. I'm glad I'm spending it with you guys. The wonderful viewers. Um, I've got to say thanks to everyone who's joined us today because we've had viewers from across so many different platforms. We've got YouTube Live going on right now. Thank you for everyone over there. We've got Ustream Broadcasting. I've got Periscope as well. Thanks for all the people on Periscope saying hello and joining in and out. I've got Smashcast. Welcome to you, viewers. I've got Mixer as well. Brand new on the Mixer. Thank you very much for joining me today, guys. I hope you enjoyed episode three of the Savage Snowflake podcast with me, Jeff Leach. Remember, if you did enjoy it, check out all of the previous episodes on soundcloud.com slash Savage Snowflake podcast. Also, if you've got iTunes, make sure to go and subscribe there to the podcast and drop a little review. Give me a five star or a four star. If you give me a three star, a two star, a one star, I'm going to come over to your house and put up pictures of chicken in your bedroom. Damn right. Um, make sure to vote on there as well. Give us a little, uh, a little, uh, not vote, uh, a little, a little review. Always helps to let people know that you're enjoying the podcast, you're enjoying the subject matters we're talking about, and also that you guys can be part of the conversation. Remember, if you ever want to be part of the live conversation and join the other viewers, you can head to uh, gaming.youtube.com slash TV, or you can check me out on Mixer, Smashcast, Periscope, or Ustream. Again, Jeff Leach is my username on every single one of those. Finally, I want to say thank you very much to Wally Treats for giving me the intro song. And it's time for me to say goodbye. I'm going to go spend some time with my family now here in New Zealand. Soaking up the beauty that's here. Next week's podcast will be talking about my trip here to New Zealand. It will be very family focused. It will be talking about travels, seeing the world. How this beautiful country differs from everywhere else in the fucking planet. Uh, and also about the foibles of spending time with family. Join me then. See you next time. Stay savage, my friends.